welcome to Best Song Ever. I'm your host, Luke Levin. Oh, you probably can't hear that. That's going to scare my cats. Alongside me, as always, is my dear friend, Kevin Connor. Hello. I'm, I'm here and I'm confused. Can you not hear any of the things? No. Okay, then fucking Discord ruined my bit. How you doing, Kev? I'm good. It's October. It's uh, not cold, but I'd like to pretend that it is. And uh, it's getting spooky. It's getting spooky, as you could tell by my great sound effects here. Went in the old app store and searched Halloween sounds and got all all the great ones here. Ooh. That's apparently a bat that just went blah, 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 and laughed like that, I guess. Uh, did you know, Luke? That ghost voice saying, let me out, I guess. Did you know that, Luke, that all vampires are named Dracula? That's true. Wait, what? Also, all right, no, that's that's just that's bullshit. Um, but did you know that we've never heard the Monster Mash? You mean you and me? Anyone? I feel like I've heard it. No, you've heard a song telling about the time that a bunch of spooky monsters got together and did the Monster Mash. We we they speak about how they're listening to it. We know that it is in fact a graveyard smash, but we've never heard that song. It's like that Robin song about a song that she wrote. It's like a song about another song. Yes. And you're right. We never hear the other song. They should do like a Rishikesh Hirway and at the end go, and now the Monster Mash in its entirety, and then play the whole song. We should make a playlist of uh, of spooky music, but it's just the Monster Mash and Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. <laughs> okay. I'm fine with that. I'll play that on a loop. I don't care. Yeah, it's perfect. But we're talking about this because we teased it on our last episode. We came up with the title and just had to stick with it. We're getting creepy with the EPs today. Uh, You might wonder what that means. We're going to talk about some of our favorite EPs, uh, new and old, from any time period. Uh, We were talking last week about how EPs are... You know, sometimes overlooked and underrated. They're the the little the little bro or sis of the album family that, you know, gets overlooked, the, the runt of litter. But they're small and scrappy, and they've got a lot to offer. So we've each picked five EPs, picked our favorite song from each of them. We will have a playlist out there, but we're going to run them down for you now. So I'm going to get us started with yeah. my first one. Um, And this is a new one. This is a 2021 EP, and it comes from an amazing rapper uh, who I had heard of but wasn't super familiar with, uh, Homeboy Sandman, with the EP Angelitu. And uh, I've, like I said, I've heard of this guy, but I haven't really listened to much of his stuff. And then I saw, yeah, this EP, it's a very striking album cover. Well, very well made. And uh, I listened to this first song. Uh, go hard, and this is the song I'm including because there's just some great, like, classic wordplay. There's one part where he's like, "If you're looking for a fad, you've got the long, or you've got the wrong lad. If you're looking for the same, you've got the wrong train." And he does a bunch of like rhymes like that really fast that are super fun and goofy. 
He also, the album Closer, features the man himself, Aesop Rock, uh, who I know Ooh, you're a fan of. We played so. Long-Legged Larry on here. Um, so, yeah, I feel like Homeboy Sandman comes out of that school of rappers, and uh, I'm glad I checked this one out because his skills are insane, and I'm going to listen to a lot more of him. That's exciting. Does he have an album coming out, or is this just a Lucy EP? Because I feel like both of those are like valid EP release like formats. Yeah, I feel like I think this is just an EP because I feel like a lot of uh, like Mannequin Pussy did it this year, where they were just like, "We're just gonna focus on putting out like a, five really good songs. We're not gonna do a full album." So I feel like the post pandemic is sort of a good time for EPs. Um, so yeah, I think it's proper ep okay all right luke listen i'm not gonna uh beat around the bush i have a seminal kevin connor uh best of list appearance that i'm not gonna Whoa. make you wait i'm we're just gonna get right to it let's do it and of course i'm speaking of emotion side b from carly ray jepson wait a second that counts as an ep is this yeah. the one you're gonna fight for no, it's actually not what I'm going to fight for. I'm fighting for uh, another one. And I think I have a stronger case for that one because... Uh, so, Carly Rae Jepsen has put out... Her last two albums have both been paired with a side B. And uh, Dedicated Side B was classified as an album. But Emotion Side B was just an EP. So, I'm not really sure where that nope. line is. You're, uh, you're right. I thought you were talking about Dedicated because I listened to that one. But... Hey, you are you you're right. This is classified as an EP. Yeah. And Emotion Side B is top to bottom bangers minus The chorus to store is really bad. I don't I don't like it. I don't really get why that's a song. It's just not that good. But like the re- the other seven and a half songs on this EP are more emotion, which is the best CRJ era. And some of my favorites, like Cry, I cry every time. It's oh, Well, then it's doing its intended purpose. It's, it's, it's difficult to listen to that song and drive, because I'm just in tears the whole time. But that, uh, that EP is just like a very, very strong, just like, side Bs, right? Like, they didn't make the album, but like, holy shit, this didn't, like... There's 25 songs from this era that are all good. So I'm glad that Side B did come out. So that's my first. Nice. Yeah, and I guess it, you bring up a good point of like, it is very unclear what classifies as an EP because there's, this is an eight song EP, but then there's seven song LPs. So who, who fucking knows? I think it's just whatever you want to designate it as, but. Yeah, and Dedicated <clears throat> Side B is a. 12 song album and i think i think like the the fandom expected a dedicated side to be and i remember when that got announced she said like it's not just like a few track it's it's an entire other album it's like its own so i think maybe the scope of it was originally an ep and there were just too many songs to necessarily like have that make sense um all right well you ready for my next one hell yeah this one came out in 2009. It is Animal Collective with the Fall Be Kind EP, which this came out right after 
Meriwether Post Pavilion, which many is, would, myself included, would consider their best album. Yeah, that's like um, Animal Collective, like showing the fuck up, my girls. Yeah, like the absolute, like just game changing right. song. So I feel like this is kind of Meriwether Post Pavilion side B if we're going by CRJ uh, classifications, because uh, it is still like that sound where they got some of the weird electronic like experimental stuff with just like some really catchy hooks and uh the song i picked is a perfect example of that because it's what would i want sky which opens up with this like really that crazy experimental part and then busts into this like i don't know if it's a sample or if it's just like uh panda bear or avatar's voice that they they're singing like what would I want, Sky? It's like a low voice, and they just like loop that and then sort of build the beat off of it. So good, and uh, definitely brings back some good memories of that time when I discovered this. Like, what they put out another EP, a continuation of Meriwether, amazing! So, that so was definitely my in 2009, choice. Luke. How are you yeah. listening to this? Because now I feel like an EP, like it's like, oh shit, add to library, but like. Um, I think I bought this on iTunes, actually. I think okay. this is in my purchased on iTunes and put it on my iPod. Yeah, this, well, that's a good point. I was like, it must have been Spotify. Wait, no, I wasn't on Spotify. Well, because, yeah, I mean, then. like, an EP, like, if you had to buy an album, like, back, like, we did Once Upon a Time, and you, it was like an EP, like, five songs, you'd be like, meh, my money might be what a rip. spent else, better elsewhere. But, oh, by the way. Um, quick detour. I don't want to get us too far off track, but Found Sound, a great uh, record store in downtown Ferndale, has uh, a bunch of CDs out front for like two for a dollar. And I was looking through them uh, after I got my haircut because I was waiting for Kyle to pick me up. And I was like, dude, there's some gems. There's like the Ferndale like police chief made an album or something like Devin Skillian's on the cover. So I'm like, we might need to go up there and get some CDs and talk about them on a future mini-sode. Ooh, yeah, yeah. that sounds amazing. <laughs> so maybe next mini-sode we'll do that. But get, anyway. Get, like, a $2 budget and have to come up with the <laughs> exactly. best, like, Just five songs. Two of them. Um, all right. Shall we move on to the yes. next EP? This was the first one I thought of when I when I came up with EPs. We talked about it this weekend, and you were like, I'm done. And I'm like, I've only got one because I haven't done any <laughs> research. And this is titled simply EP. And that is, of course, the debut from Childish Gambino. Ah, yes, yes. And Freaks and Geeks, right? Wow, yeah. Freaks and Geeks was a big hit on this. And it shows such a, like, early, like, corny version of, like, his music like he's obviously yeah. evolved so much as an artist uh but like this ep i remember came out in 2011 it was when i was starting school at uh at the college we went to and this ep was just about the length of my drive like plus or minus like a minute and like i listened 20 minutes to 24 this. seconds roughly yeah and i listened to this like every day for like two months straight because like no one was 
really into Childish Gambino at the time. Like, yes. I was an early adopter because I was like, wow, that guy from Community, like, raps. That's weird. And obviously, which is he's funny because we we bonded over this. I feel like because not a lot of people knew he even made music at that point. But when we knew each other, like I remember, this was camp time though. Um, but even then, I feel like he wasn't that well known as a musician. No, and I and, feel like we were but such big community fans and Shadow yep. fans, and that's where our friendship blossomed. But for sure, EP is just like. Really, just like five solid tracks. Freaks and Geeks is a standout, and that's the one I chose. Yeah. Um, because that was really the first, like, the music video for that is just him in a big concrete room, just like amazing running across the screen, rapping in one take. And, like, it was him, like, showing up on the scene. So, like, what a debut. And look where yeah. he is now. Like, Donald Glover's like an auteur. Like, he's, he's like, He's um I don't know like a mo- I don't want to say like a modern day Frank Sinatra but like he's in movies he does TV he does music like he do- he writes like he does so much that like yeah maybe maybe he's I a will multi hyphen it yeah yeah no um actually you know you remind me of another thing I watched a uh, video of this great YouTuber uh, FD signifiers his name and he does black media analysis and he was doing one on Bo Burnham's Inside. And he's trying to explain Bo Burnham's appeal. And he's like, Bo Burnham's like the closest thing white people have to Donald Glover. He sings, he acts, he does stand up. I'm like, that's true. Um, but the closest thing, not saying they're the same. But um, I like that uh, word, multi hyphenate. That, uh, that really sells. Like, oh, yeah. Really spells oh, it out. For sure. Yeah. Um, he's the, the biggest one. But yeah, no, it is really amazing to see where he's gone but i still his early stuff it's so rough like obviously not on the level of the new stuff he's doing but it's still so fun i loved when he rapped over all those like indie beats i think he did like grizzly bear he may have even done animal collective i think he did one to my girls he did and those were super fun too so yeah super cool to see like his early stuff and it's still really fun and even though yeah if you like really want to uh really want to go on like a nostalgia trip or just have never really explored like the early childish Gambino era, like the royalty mixtape and like cul-de-sac are like, Oh yeah. Just crazy releases. Like Tina Fey yeah. raps on royalty and it's terrible. <laughs> There's uh, definitely going to be some lines that don't age well, but no, even, even are... freaks and geeks. Like this is a song yeah, of 2011. I remember. It, yeah. This would not be out today. And if it was like, no. it is, corny it's very corny it is it is him it is this like nerdy dude trying to flex and like does it semi-successfully sometimes yeah all right on to my next one oh and this one i love so much i've been listening to this a lot uh this just came out and i uh mentioned it in our last touts i think but this is laura jane grace with at war with the silverfish so Laura Jane Grace was from the band Against Me, uh, also had Laura Jane Grace and the Devouring Mothers. Uh, so big, big punk singer, uh, usually rocks pretty hard, but that's why I like this uh, EP, because I feel like it's a different side of her that we haven't seen. Uh, the song I picked is Lolo 13, which I think is really a good example of that, because it's a kind of like soft but catchy acoustic 
uh, song with just like a minimal drum beat. And it's just like really pretty and catchy and uh, beautiful. And then you do still get like, there's a lot of different styles. I feel like venturing, she ventures a little back into the punk stuff on the closer, which is yesterday part two. Um, and it's just like, I, it's just such like upbeat sort of major key fun punk that gets me pumped up. And so you got, you got everything. You got the pump up punk, you got the toned down, uh, folky stuff. And so I feel like this was a, uh, surprise release. And I feel like this is a great sign of what's to come for Laura Jane Grace. All right. I have, a. This is this is my controversial pick. Because oh technically this is classified as an album, but I argue against that. I'm arguing against the classifications. Untitled, Unmastered by Kendrick Lamar. Get the fuck out. Because, <laughs> alright, listen. This... Whatever this project is, right, in Kendrick's, like, line of projects, it sits between Damn and To Pimp a Butterfly. Both of those albums have very similar-ish formats, right? Like, Damn's 16 songs, or Damn is 14 songs, To Pimp a Butterfly's 16 songs. And this is eight songs, and, like, no song titles. It it didn't have the big rollout that Damn did after To Pimp a Butterfly. Like, it was kind of just dropped as, like, a here. I argue yeah. this is an EP. Um, that's a solid case you just made. I would say the one thing working against you is the fact that there's an eight-minute song <laughs> and a five-and-a-half-minute song, just because I feel like if you're going length, which I think usually is, like, overall length. But then, who knows? I mean, let's see. Wait, what was Emotion Side B? What's uh, the emotion run time of that side bad boy? B was 27 minutes 27 minutes okay and then what, the got 34 minutes 34. Hey, you got you got a strong case i i'll accept yeah. it um, I, I mean it was a b-sides i think we could open this up to getting creepy with the eps and getting seaside with the b-sides i don't know but uh. <laughs> i just i this is such a great project and i think in like the the discussion about Kendrick isn't often brought up. Yeah. No, which I for think sure. is symptomatic of EPs. So in that way, like I think it definitely fits. And I mean, it's definitely like a, uh, like a B side release. Like Sufjan would do the uh, avalanche after Illinois, where it was like all his B sides. Um, so I think, I think it totally counts. We'll, we'll for sure accept it. And I actually should re-listen to this because I've been doing my best of, Kendrick playlist and re-listening to a lot of stuff and it's been a while since I've heard it's so good Uh, and like it's it's hard for me to like put like songs behind feelings on this because they all are untitled track names because none of them have titles yeah so I'm like oh like what the like what's entitled five or entitled six versus remembering the names of like something you know like damn or duckworth but I chose entitled 08 the closer Okay. Absolutely, like fantastic Kendrick track, and just like the the name of it, untitled, unmastered, like not just being about music, but also like speaking to the fact that like 
Kendrick has no title and no masters. Like, that's very good. Mm. That's very, like, cool. You're saying he's not like Dr. Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying he's <laughs> beholden kidding. to no master. Right, and, right. Uh, and he put out this awesome album EP B-Sides thing, and that y'all For should sure. listen to it. Yeah. Kendrick's always got shit working on multiple levels like that. Genius. And fun fun fact, Luke, Kendrick Lamar is uh, the cousin of Baby Keem. Oh, you don't say. Yeah. That 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 guy. Yeah. I'm Can we talk Keem. about our, our moment this weekend where we were both in a wedding and uh, oh, I, took, yeah. I took the groom's phone because like they, we needed to take photos and it was like doing a pocket outline and I'm like, oh, I got two phones. And like we both... <laughs> we just look at each other. to look at each other and like smiled about it i'm like literally oh because he has that line two phones literally um yeah i thought you were gonna um talk about our moment where we uh berated the dj into playing every song we wanted play, oh my god that was also just, fun <laughs> just listen whatever the opposites of touts are just i'd like to detout <laughs> that dj because yikes detout the dj um, okay, well, I'm going to move on to my next one. So you just talked about one of the greatest MCs of all time. I got another one for you. Goes by the name of Black Thought from The Roots. Yes. You know this guy. You've heard of him. Uh, yes. So he's been doing these streams of thought projects and uh, did with Styles P and actually released the third volume as like a full album this year. But Streams of Thought Volume 1 came out in 2017, and I remember it that year um, because it was one of the EPs that stood out to me where I'm like, oh, I always overlook EPs, and this one was, like, really good. Uh, he has a, a feature from Rhapsody, who's awesome, a feature from Styles P and Kirby, who I'm not familiar with, but um, it's also produced by Ninth Wonder, who's an awesome producer, and uh, I had a tough time picking a, a song from this because Ninth versus Thought is good because it's just Black Thought just going, Ninth producing it. And so that's a great showcase of his skills. The one with Rhapsody is really good. But I went with I went with Making a Murderer featuring Styles P. And it, the verses from Black Thought on this one are just especially incredible and then you got styles p is another one of the greats obviously referencing the popular netflix show uh but the beat is so great and it's ominous but like building and gets you pumped up and just amazing verses from thought on that one yeah this project is really cool in 2019 i had to look it up i got really really into the roots like i'd always like appreciated them but like really hadn't spent that much time like listening to everything they'd done and I did then listen to every project they put out over and over again, and then like expanded into like what Black Thought had put out, which was a ton of really good projects, and like you know all the other because I mean they're just like there's of infiltrated popular music like Questlove yeah. is everywhere. Uh, That's so the just, thing is yeah like it's amazing. I felt like you know now they're jimmy fallon's band <laughs> they're uh, it, like they've gone mainstream they can't stay good and they've 
like stayed consistently awesome like black thought i feel like he's just as awesome as he always been like you said quest loves doing cool stuff all the time i love yeah. him it almost like does them a disservice because like if anyone does like think of the roots and immediately go to jimmy fallon's band like yeah like do go just listen to like the turning point but also they're like an inspiration because uh you know not only it's like they they did that they reached the height of success for you know what a band could hope for but they still like kept their band together and like you know they didn't lose themselves or their sound or their abilities so good uh would like the would like to say is, that Tipping point. I'm a fake fan. That's, I definitely just said turning point. Uh, oh, did you? Because I had yeah. the CD of that back in the day, and I listened to that one endlessly. Uh, what's the one um, with the guy singing? Now I'm just thinking of the Kanye sample because it sounds the same. <laughs> he says, uh, "I forget." Whatever. We can move on. <laughs> what yeah. you got next, Kev? What do I have next? I I'm going to go with the recent pick from last year. And this is someone that actually ended up putting out an album that ended up on my end of year list. But I had discovered Bene when she just had two EPs out. And these are two of the strongest like debut projects I've ever heard. Uh, this is from 2019. as uh, So I'm picking Stella and Steve. She also had the Fire on Mars EP, but I'll just talk about Stella and Steve, that these are, like, mega hits. Like, they are, like, Super Lonely is an absolutely, like, giant yeah. song, as well as, like, Monsta and Blue. Like, there are so many good songs, and, like, top to bottom, this is just, like, an incredible selection of music that, like, really did a lot of work for me, like, early, uh early pandemic because i was like <laughs> kept you oh, going i'm home now forever so like i'm gonna just listen to like a bunch of happy music and like this was definitely among that so just a really nice. like just strong project like a lot of these songs got incorporated onto her album so it was definitely uh definitely one of those situations where this was just a precursor but yeah i almost like the ep more because it is just like no misses Five ten out of tens. Yeah. There you go. And you know, that's kind of the criteria that I'm looking at with my uh, next one. Because this is, like, I forget this is an EP because it's one of my favorite albums. Uh, it's very special to my wife and I. I bought her the vinyl. And um, I actually just, looking on their page... The, the band actually did a reissue or a remaster of it this uh, this year. I didn't even realize. So this is actually more fitting. So I guess this is an old one and a current one because they just remastered it. But it is the EP Cherry Tree from The National, their first EP, uh, which for me, the what you're describing with that track list of Benny, where you just look it up and you're like, oh, I love that song. I love that song. I love that song. And it's like, they're all just great. The songs on here is Wasp Nest, which uh, 
bring up a lot. Definitely when there were wasps uh, flying around here, you know, we did that whole bee bit. We kept singing, you're a wasp nest. And then the next, the alcoholics anthem, all the wine is all for me. <laughs> all the wine, one of the best national songs. Um, then you got all dolled up in straps. Another great one. Cherry tree, the titular cherry tree is my choice uh, for the song because it has the great repeated loose lip sync ships line and it's very ominous and building and uh, just I feel like the a great preview of what the national would become because this is earlier in the career so again you're getting that raw less refined sound raw um, and uh, but it, it just works so well and it showed you like how they were going to go on to be one of the greatest bands of our generation. Um, and I'm, then n- number five about today. Sorry. That was the last one that really gets me another beautiful one. And then the last two songs I'm not as familiar with, but those first five are all just winners. I really ought to do a deep dive of the national. Cause obviously I've listened to a lot of their music, but yeah. like to me, like high violet was like definitely when they just like, exploded right like that album is is yeah really really like their their mainstream hit and that's like their fourth album or fifth album yeah and so Uh, i went yeah and listen to the earlier stuff is a little like punkier too which is cool you get some map burning or screams which that's what when i because i was like wait the national i know is very like soft and sad you're telling me this dude would scream and like go nuts at shows because i had like read that about him and then seeing it live, I was like, oh, wow, yeah. And then, like, listening to, like, Alligator. Uh, I love the song Able on Alligator. is a good, like, punky one with uh, Matt Berninger screaming. But, yeah, Cherry Tree is definitely a good place to start, too, because it was their early one. And it, those first five songs, all solid. All amazing. So, yeah, recommend the deep dive for sure. Last one, right. Kev. Bring us home. My last one. Uh, this is an EP that could stand all on its own with just the title track. This is just one of the songs that, like, I feel like ruled the world for, like, a whole year. Like, I heard the song mm-hmm. everywhere. And I'm, of course, speaking about the My Type EP from Saint Motel. Ah, yes. That was a big one, for sure. Yeah. And, like, if it just did live on its own with that one song, like, it'd be fine. But all four of these songs are absolutely amazing. Uh, Ace in the Hole is, like, a really cool, like, follow-up to see, like, what they do. But then Cold Cold Man on its own, like, is an incredible song. I uh, I chose my type because, like, I just, I can never get tired of that song. The saxophone, it just gets me going. I'm very excited about it. It is a banger. And, uh, and do you guys know me? I am the oh, banger wow. bitch. Yeah. You are the banger bitch. This was their was this their debut too? I think it, this is no, when I first they they had Voyeur out in 2012. Oh, okay. And but then, no, I think this, this is out. when I heard of them. Yeah, I, mean, I think this is definitely CP. when they they blew yeah. up cuz my type became this like giant like pop alternative hit. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, they they bring the bangers for sure. Yeah, and this is just, like, the purest form of EP, right? Like, these yeah. songs aren't in other albums. They, uh, 
they just live on their own. It's four tracks. They're all amazing. It's, if anything, this is a very like pure distilled EP format. Well, yeah, and that's cool because I feel like, I mean, I guess you said they had an album out, but still they're trying to just distill like the best they can do, you know, in these four songs. Um, I like an early EP like that where the band's like trying to show this is, we're putting our best foot forward here. Yeah. Cool. Well, we got a hell of a list there. We got Uh, creepy. we We got creepy. With the EPs. None of the EPs are particularly creepy, although, like I said, there's a couple ominous building songs on there. You could play Cherry Tree around uh, around uh, Halloween. And I actually I'll made make... a playlist um, that I'll share, too, of that I made based off of Cherry Tree. So, Ooh. What, I'll, uh, I'll make do? a spooky thumbnail for this playlist, Luke, so people see and get very scared. Cool. Nice. And as we get closer to Halloween, we should definitely put together... We'll do like a Halloween mini-sode or something where we put together our favorite yeah. spooky tracks. Um. Alright. Well, we got creepy with the EPs. Now, <laughs> let's... Uh, <laughs> let's just go to our touts. Totes. Alright. Well, I got a handful here. First up, this one, uh, you know, we had that wedding this weekend, so I was busy on Friday, and I missed this one and just went back and listened to it. It's so damn good. Illuminati Hotties with Let Me Do One More. I told you about how she was stuck in that record contract and so put out this just, like, crazy, all-over-the-place, silly, fun album last year, but the title was Free IH, not the one you're waiting for. So this is the one we're waiting for. Let Me Do One More. And I... Love that title because it's kind of her being like, I know all this all this mess with this, but let me just do one more album. Like, I just want to do the album I want to do. So uh, it was definitely worth the wait. Super fun, like punk, but also some like softer, beautiful ones going on. But uh, like, oh, there's a song featuring Buck Meek from Big Thief, which is super cool. Uh, so definitely recommend that one. Then Solemn Brigham shouts to him or touts to him. Touts to Solemn Brigham, uh, amazing rapper, one of my favorite rappers out there. He was in the group Marlowe and released his uh, solo album, South Center Street. And uh, it's got that, like, sample, vintage haze, grime of Marlowe, but also he takes it to some new places. And he's just insane with his skills and his writing. It's nuts. Um, then I played them on last week, Petita Me their debut album that was super fun also jw francis with wander kid both of those have some good funky good guitar sound uh, i listened to both those yesterday and they were very good then i've revisited this album and it's in the running for album of the year for sure it's very Ooh. high on my list uh We've talked about it endlessly, but I just re-listened to it because I was listening to Slide Tackle, and then I just let it play and listened to the whole album. It's Japanese Breakfast Jubilee. But I've also been listening to uh, the Sable soundtrack, which is like, I I don't know. They're both just amazing. I'm like, I feel like her video game soundtrack is on the level of her album, which is saying something. But 
it's it they're both amazing just loving everything she's putting out yeah i i'm like abstaining from listening to the sable soundtrack because i want to oh, play it so i'm like i know me too i, I like i need to get I need I need to find more time in the day to like dedicate to it because I really want to. Well, hear and it's it. a good one because there's only certain ones with lyrics, so it is a good one to just have sort of playing in the background too. But yeah, I'm excited to play the game. That's why I'm like I kind of want to listen to the album more and then like hear it in context. But yeah. the trailer with Better Than Mask playing is like so epic. I love it. Yeah. So that's what I got. What do you got? Couple. That I've really been enjoying. Uh, if Orange Was a Place by Thames. That's a great Ooh. EP that came out last week that I've been really enjoying. Almost made the list. That's T-E-M-S? Yes, T-E-M-S, Thames. I've seen that name show up on some stuff. So It's a cool project. I like let it play, and like the radio started after it was done. And I let that play for a while, because it was just like very much like a cool, like vibey like, experience. Nice. Uh, I think I said this last week as something I was listening to a lot, but Under the Weather from Home Shake, this is such a good kind of ambient like background album that I've been really, really enjoying. I just I can't get enough of it. Like it's been it's been my like I need something like kind of low key to listen to. Like I'm putting this on. And in the exact opposite vein, last year I was deprived of going to see Steely Dan live with my dad because, uh, yes. of course, my that dad loves bummer. Steely Dan. Uh, Dude, but they put Steely out, Dan. they put out Northeast Corridor Steely Dan live last week. So I've been listening to that and uh, again crying a lot. But it's a really like just mm-hmm. great live album. Those nice. I feel like a good live album. Just like I'm always up for it. See, I usually I usually uh, give the old skipperoo to live albums, but then there are some that I like, so I should probably give them more of a chance. Yeah, and then Those are some good good choices. One retro tout. I uh, I posted about this at the best song ever Discord that I've been listening to this, and then realized oh, yeah. it was the twentieth anniversary of Kylie Minogue's Fever, which is a way ahead of its time album it is like just absolute pure pop like the, it's the pinnacle nice. of pop uh this is of course uh, can't get you out of my head come into my world like a lot of her biggest hits but the whole album is great so go go listen to kylie minogue she deserves your listens because she's an icon i'd probably know something if i heard it but i could not tell you a single song of hers, but I know she's an icon. So that's what I'm like. I'm like, I hear people talk about her and she's like a big deal, but I've just, I, I couldn't tell you, but I'm sure I've heard one of them throughout my life. You absolutely, you absolutely have heard, uh, can't get you out of my head, which is, uh, shocking. Cause apparently you did get it out of your head, which is kind of <sighs> fucked up. That sounds familiar. That title it's ringing some bells. Um, well, I'll have to follow your direction and go back and listen to that. So, why don't we move on from touting to shouting? Here's our shouts. All right. Well, I got all people I've played previously on the podcast. That's cool. Uh, Porches with All Day Gentle Hold. I played uh, OK from that album. Very good. Porches is always awesome. 
La 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 with I Want to I Want the Door to Open, which uh, played them a long time ago, but have liked everything I've heard from them since. Uh, S. Raekwon, who I recently played with Where I'm At Now, excited for that. That's going to be a lovely album. Uh, and then Kevin Morby with A Night at the Little Los Angeles, Sundowner 4-Track Demos. So some demos or something, but I love me some Kevin Morby, so I'll take whatever he gives me. How about you? I've got Bad Bad Not Good with Talk Memory. Always excited for some new music from yeah. them. And uh, Perennial Shouts Appearer, The Alchemist, with This Thing of Ours, <laughs> Volume 2. He cannot stop making new music. Is he the big, busiest producer in hip-hop? He might be. I, I don't see anyone that's got him beat. This is like the fifth thing he's put out Right? I mean, year. scoreboard. Right there. Yeah. I actually think it's higher than that. I think this is... Yeah, you know, it's fifth sounded low. It's probably like the 12th. Right. Um, But yeah, he's awesome. Well, that's it, right? Yeah. Luke, this has been a creepy episode. I'm scared. Can you direct me to any amount of daddies that could give me a hug and tell me everything would be okay? Yes. Can give you a, a rub on your back and pat you on the head and say they're there. Uh, I know who can do that. It's our three daddies. Uh, for one and two, we're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Uh, hey, go check out all the great shows over uh, at planetant.com. Some of my favorites are, of course, our good friends at Big Dad Energy. It's October. Go listen to Scaring is Sharing. They talk about horror movies all the time. And Detroit Strange. Perfect month for that, too, because uh, they talk about spooky stuff in Detroit. So go check out all the great shows there. Those are just scratching the surface. Um, And then offshelf.net, check it out on the internet. Check it out, it's on the internet. Uh, Dave Obenauer and uh, others went to some gaming conferences recently, Gen Con and I believe it's Origins. And so they've been writing some stuff about games and you got interviews and podcasts. There's us. Tell us all your thoughts on pod. Uh, lots of great stuff over there as well. So, that's going to do it for us this week. As always, I'm Book Levin <laughs> saying, you better, you better check your perspective. Mine was not. I didn't. And I'm Kevin Connor. Not being able to come up with a spooky name is the spookiest thing of all. Go uh, chase those waterfalls. Go chase those spooky waterfalls. All right. This is best song ever. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.